0: Hello. Hello. And welcome to that damn film show. Today we're gonna to talk about a bunch of old people in a film together with superpowers. Last year. A... Oh no, no. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> uh bucket list. <laughs> yeah. But these ones have superpowers Cocoon? and they don't appear to age. So you know, No, that's true. What could we talk about? What could we be talking about this week, Dan?
1: Cocoon. Maybe. The famous eighties I think it's Spielberg hit. Human centipede?
0: One. Is that what
1: that feels oh, about? <laughs> let's not. I've never seen it, so it could be about <laughs> Me that. Me neither. I know enough. I mean, to... it is an
0: eternity. You know, the... That's true. Yeah, because then they make a big one that goes all the way around. Yeah. Or something.
1: And it takes time That's true. to create. Don't worry, we're not talking
0: about that. Maybe one day, though. No. <laughs> In the, we don't want to watch these film season. Yeah, well, <laughs> we just don't watch any films. <laughs> no, we just watch the films we really don't want to watch.
1: Oh, no. I think we <laughs> should just uh, avoid that by reviewing based on nothing. <laughs> so we yeah, don't know anything about worry. it.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, so what are we reviewing this week, Dan?
1: Eternals. Eternals? Yeah. The latest, uh, or b Is that the
0: full name for E.T.? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're all just because there's a bit just in ET out. where there's like loads of them, isn't there? Yeah, there's a like, there we go. I, think we got a film so. I mean, they're, they're aliens.
0: There we go. We just expanded the Marvel universe, we did. or the ET universe. Yeah, it's crossing over now. That's the point. They'll make the Spielberg universe one, one day. Oh, don't the SCU, <laughs> Spielberg <laughs> cinematic universe.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Eternals. Yeah, oh, well, socials. First. Socials, yeah, we've done as well. Your we, turn.
0: So I'll do one and you do one and then I'll do the last one. So it's facebook.com forward slash that damn film show. And it's
1: twitter.com forward slash damn film show.
0: And it's Instagram is that damn film show with underscores in between each word. Yeah, baby. We post shit on all of them roughly every day of the week, apart from Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Because that's lazy days. Yeah, exactly. And I really. Yeah. Anyway, over to you for... Synopsisization. Right. Fun. So
1: we have the <laughs> latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the Makur. Yeah, ever-expanding. Uh, this one's called Eternals. And essentially mm. it's it focuses on a race of immortal beings, I would say, that are tasked with, I'm going to say overseeing Earth. So they've existed for thousands of years. And originally, their purpose is to fight off these creatures called deviants, uh-huh. which are attacking human settlements. And it goes through kind of different periods in time. I think one of them's is like 5- 575 BC. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's, it's key points in time. Once they've eliminated all the deviants, this isn't really spoiler because they show at the start, they're then told by their deity, their kind of god, that they're not allowed to get involved in any other conflicts mm-hmm. unless the deviants reappear. Yeah. But because they've kind of moved, removed the threat, they just have to kind of keep an eye on everything, Which ex- which is why they don't get involved with Thanos and all that stuff. So that's the setup. And it's... <coughs> so we have a little prequel bit, which goes for a few times in history, mm-hmm. and then it's set in present day. Yeah. After the blip, after the blip, where we're introduced to Gemma Chan's character Cersei, um, and it, it, she's it's an ensemble cast, and there isn't really one key character, but she probably gets the most yeah, focus. I, I would she's say the ma- she's the first one you get to know, I suppose. Yeah, um, and she's a teacher in London, um, and then she's walking back one night with her boyfriend or love interest and then a deviant turns up when they thought they'd killed them when they thought they killed them all so yet again they've now got to intervene and that's kind of where the story starts Mm. oh and it's the the film is basically they've all separated at this point so they've all got a team back up similar to the avengers and unite to face the deviant threat once more Mm. and that's the that's the film
0: certainly is (laughs) well thanks for listening yeah goodbye (laughs) um yeah thought it was a pretty good film i I don't i don't see how this has gotten a rotten score on rotten tomatoes but thor dark world doesn't and avengers age of ultron doesn't and black widow doesn't and iron man 3 doesn't it's a load of bullshit like it is odd the problem is, is often when that there's like this anti-fan thing that happens with a lot of stuff. It happens a lot with games, it happens a lot mm-hmm. with films, where if it gets one or two bad reviews, then the anti-fans will use that as an excuse to say, oh, it's a terrible film. That'll spread, and then people will start reviewing it badly, almost on purpose, just to bring the score down and make it oh it's the worst marvel film ever no
1: yeah. it's not it's far from the worst marvel film ever no yeah i agree i mean it's it's got a few faults yeah like all films but it's i'd agree with you it's better than Thor: dark world mm. it's better than the incredible hulk i'd say it's better than black widow oh but i thought Widow sucked so <laughs> yeah and it's better than age of ultron yeah definitely and i did like iron man 3 but i think yeah this iron is man a 3
0: was fine. Was it's just Iron Man Three was clearly them making a film, not quite realizing. Oh wait, we're carrying on the MCU for like, however much many years. Mm. Whereas Iron Man Three very, very much felt like this is how you would end it if there was no more Marvel films. Yeah, I can but see that. I can it, see that it wasn't. So it was kind of dumb. Yeah, like the fact he blows up all of his Iron Man suits at the end of Iron Man Three, but then Age of Ultron, he's like, Yeah, cool, I've got more back now. It's alright, don't worry.
1: Yeah, I've got but my Iron Man suits. yeah, I guess that was back in the day when the, there's a few kind of um continuity. Continuity issues because mm. they're they hadn't really locked in now like this film feels very locked in even yeah. though it's it's <laughs> an odd film because it is actually quite self contained in mm. a way um but also with the ending and obviously you've got um two post credit sequences mm. saying up more that films. is it is actually quite linked, yeah, and you'll find out why, but that'll be spoiler zone like-
0: zone. But uh, speaking of continuity, say it does feel a bit silly that the actress that's playing, what is it? Oh, Gemma J- Chan. Gemma Chan, yeah. She was a character in Captain Marvel,
1: and it's like, what? Yeah, not the same character. Yeah, a completely different character. Uh, that is a bit of a weird choice. I mean, she's brilliant, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but I'm sure there was
0: another actress who could have played the character. Yeah, It's exactly. not like they needed a specific person mm. in that sense. But yeah, that feels a bit of perhaps lazy casting casting not not that she was like i said not that she wasn't good she's very good but if she's already a character somewhere in the marvel universe then if you want to stick your continuity like did that character
1: die in captain marvel um potentially okay i it's been a while since i've seen it she's not in it a lot so she's part of that her team Mm. isn't she um i can't remember (laughs) um but i mean you've had it before with um recasting the hulk yeah and recasting bit... Rhodes, but they had no choice in that situation I the thing is
0: with that as well is you've recast those characters you've, you've recast the characters you haven't recast the actor that's true so like if you now took um the guy who played Rhodes in um oh, I mean, iron man, man one and then cast him as another character that'd just be kind of be dumb because he's already or or if you took someone like um john Cheadle, and then suddenly made him i don't know iron fist
1: i thought you said john Cheadle.
0: don Cheadle. i did say john cheedle uh, <laughs> john Cheadle. it'd be like taking him and then going okay cool he's now iron fist yeah it's like okay but he was war machine two minutes ago i know she's nowhere near as big of a character in captain marvel as that but mm. she was still in it enough that people know it's the same actress i think
1: it has happened other i can't think of any other specific examples but i think it has happened before mm. i think what it comes down to is that marvel is still a hollywood franchise and they want to keep it as the a-listers mm. um arguably there are more a-listers they could use but it's you know they're going for people that are hot topic yeah like jemma chan's quite popular at the moment so that's probably why mm. um or she just does really fit the character well, when they made a mistake with yeah, we Captain Marvel. Marvel, and who knows? Um, but it's not a huge <coughs> problem, really. Yeah, it's just a bit, a bit strange. Um, I suppose this is on
0: to our actors. Then, so Gemma Chan, she was good. We should probably
1: die, <laughs> we should probably dive right in because this is a big cast, big cast, and I would compare it to June in the regard that it's
0: there was a lot of comparisons to June. I felt with this yeah.
1: One, the cast is definitely one. This is also longer than June, which it? is crazy, by about yeah. seven minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that could be post credit sequences. To be fair, yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, it's quite it's quite a long film for a Marvel film. Mm. Um, probably the longest mm. since the Avengers double bill. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, Chema Chan was great.
0: Yeah, she was really good. She's um very likable character but also kind of got the because they're all meant to be like thousands of years old mm. they've all kind of got that um almost she, she well she she had like that sort of almost like godlike sort of attitude to her sort of thing thought she was really good
1: yeah there's a good mix between she's very relatable and down to earth <laughs> when you're introduced to her um because what what they do with this film like most marvel films is they have a sequence before the Marvel logo comes up. Yeah. And that's doing a bit of the um the setup for them. The setup, the backstory. And that's set in the past. And then after the Marvel credit sequence, it jumps forwards to the present day. Um so she's she's quite she just seems human the way she's acting. Um but every now and then she'll do something which is odd. Um and I think uh, Kit Harrington's character, mentioned in a minute, mm. picks up on that. Yeah, um, and it's like little things that h- normal human beings wouldn't do. Yeah, um, and it, yeah, it's it, it's a good balance. Do you reckon, like,
0: so they're they're meant to be eternal being it, beings, right? Now, people from a hundred years ago are generally more transphobic or homophobic than people of today, right? Right. If she's five thousand years old, then what things does she can like? Is she gonna take prejudices forward five thousand years? Is that how how eternal people work? I don't know. But is she there like with an iPhone going? I don't I don't understand. I, 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 it's stupid. Why can't I just use pen and paper or something like that or maybe. stone and tablet in her mind?
1: Maybe, but then you've <laughs> got to remember, which is quite an interesting thing they do in this. That they're because they're advanced beings. Yeah, they, they
0: evolve. <laughs> like humans,
1: yeah, they they already have things they want to put in place, but they can't because they need to let human beings discover it naturally. Yeah. So it's a really funny sequence where um another character Fastos. Uh, Fastos, yeah played by Brian Tyree Henry. He's the kind of engineer character. Mm. And he comes up with this <clears throat> basically it's like a steam prototype engine. of a steam engine. Yeah. And this is way back in the past. This well, this is thousands of yeah, years. Yeah like
0: ago. the earliest human city or something.
1: Yeah. And they're just like, no, let's just give him a plow instead. Yeah. And he's like, really? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so if anything, they're, they're too far advanced and they have to kind of run yeah, it in on true. multiple occasions. Um,
0: Yeah, uh, she was very good. We won't spend too long on each actor
1: because like we said, there's fucking loads of them. Just quickly, <laughs> I think she's the most... She's probably the heart of the cast in terms yeah. of... She's the central point. She's the central point and she's the one you... Into, I don't, it's up to you who you connect with, but she's the one who's you're supposed to connect yeah. with I would would have said.
0: Um then we have Richard Madden playing Icarus. Icarus yeah. He was very good. I found out as well that the director based him off of Man of Steel, Superman. I thought that might is, be the case. Yeah. There's a lot of shots in the trailer are very clear. Eyes are very similar. Hmm. The way he flies is very similar, like yeah. in terms of the speed and the movement and everything. I thought it was I mean they even reference him being Superman. Yeah. Like there's a kid it's in the trailer, but the kid goes, Oh, look, it's Superman. It's like, okay, yeah. Definitely.
1: You know. I think um he's an interesting character because yeah, he 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 is essentially Superman. Um and I think it's not just in terms of his powers, but I would say he's the most he's the most alien of all of them. Mm, He's the most powerful as well. Yeah. And he Yeah, so you've got the power element, but I think He's the one who struggled to adapt to the idea that they're, um, you know, he's supposed—he's uh, not the leader, but he definitely acts like the leader. Yeah, and he's very much—he encompasses the character of an immortal. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like some of the other characters have made the adjustment to just living the yeah. normal life. Whereas he's Superman. <laughs> I think yeah, he's still always on the mission. He reminds me a bit of Bond. He's got a very kind of like. Uh, not cold, but rational. He's got tunnel vision thought, in terms of yeah, how to move forward. Whereas some of the other characters are a bit more kind of grounded, and they've just you know learned to get on with things.
0: Very good performance from him, though I thought. Oh very yeah, good actor. Yeah, he's very he good. was he was intimidating while also being charming. Yeah, yeah, did a good job of it. I could kind of see him in a way as Bond. To be yeah, well,
1: they were sane for a long time he, because. Of his performance in the Bodyguard, they mm-hmm. wanted him to be bonded off that. Uh. Oh, what
0: from the the TV the TV show? Yeah, yeah. I did wonder what else he was in because I've not. I know I recognise him, but well, he was in Game of Thrones as well, nineteen seventeen yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, he's oh, the older he, brother,
0: and he was um in Rocket Man as well. He's the boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Um, interesting. You'll have to watch more of his stuff because he was good. Um, right. Angelina Jolie she's the next on the I on know, the list yeah yeah she's meant to be playing what the Greeks said was the goddess of goddess of war and they called her Athena but her name isn't Athena it's Athena it's and, it's like what
1: they've done with um Thor films they're, yeah it's a tweak on Greek and Roman gods I think it is yeah um, so they're all all characters like obviously Icarus <coughs> f- flew too close to the sun story mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff um, yeah and Angelina Jones essentially Athena yeah yeah very good
0: yeah she was um, She I haven't seen her in a film in years when was the last time she did anything
1: I saw her in that um, film Those Who Wish Me Dead she was very good hmm. I think that was like a bit of a comeback film for her I think she did take a break from acting yeah um, I've always liked Angelina Jolie as an actress though I think she's very good <coughs> um, she's definitely So this film's interesting because there's it's a big team of characters mm. and so they some of them they they're all um fully developed characters and de- and got depth but yeah. some of them are more lighthearted and some of them more serious yeah and i think uh, angeline Jo's character thena is a more serious arc um she has this uh thing called what's it called mad the, yeah something ah. like that so, something where because they've lived so long, they dev- they have the memories of everything. Yeah. And it sends them crazy, essentially. But it only happens to her. It only happens to her. We can't um, go into why, because that'd be spoiler territory. But No. they Yeah, I, they do explain why, don't they? They yeah. do, yeah. Um, but she, she's not in it at the start that much, but she becomes more integral as it goes on. Mm. Um, and yeah, I thought... Her storyline was really interesting, yeah. She had some good fight scenes and everything as well, I yeah. Good fighting, um, good kind of emotional arc. I did, I did sympathize with her character quite a lot as well. Mm. Um, what she was experiencing with the the, the descent into madness that was yeah. done well,
0: um, yeah. She was, yeah, quite a serious character with a couple of gags here and there, like it always is with Marvel films, yeah. but ultimately, yeah, she was very good as well, yeah um Joe jolie then we've got sama hayek Hayek, who plays ajax yeah she's kind of like the leader of the the eternals um she has healing powers Mm -hmm. but she's also able to talk to oh what are they called the celestial oh what aramesh
1: yes big red guy yeah (laughs) he's in the trailers (laughs) he's the one who's basically their boss Mm. um to put it simply of an intimidating yeah. boss yeah and just a bit
0: literally the size of like 50 planets <laughs>
1: yeah he looks a bit like galacticus
0: doesn't <laughs> yeah. he he's just like in space um or in this in a space somewhere. i was quite surprised as well that um you know nowhere in the guardians of the galaxy films yeah that's a celestial's head
1: ah yeah. that's cool so that's quite cool yeah that's a really cool um set design um but sam hayek yeah she's mm. she's good she's probably Probably one of the, in it less than that. Yeah, less. I would say. Um, because obviously they split off. Um, and then the, uh, it cuts between different kind of characters. So some characters go off with certain characters. Some characters go off by themselves. Mm. Um, and she's by herself in this kind of farm ranch. Yeah. Um, but in the, she's she plays a bigger part in the, so throughout the film, it, it Cuts shows back. you Yeah, it shows you a bit of the their past um explaining when they were defeating the Deviants at the start. Um but then in a clever way I thought they jump back now and again from the modern world to various points in history. Mm. Gives you more context of what happened, how they kind of split up as a group, and also a lot of character development.
0: Yeah, they got a good they did a good job of avoiding uh, the origin story movie mm. which a lot of a lot of earlier than marvel films had and instead they kind of jump back and forth between hey this is them and oh this is how they got set up and then this is them now and you know it's quite good and then the mystery of what of how they came about also sort of gets revealed throughout the film and stuff
1: which is cool she's a quite interesting character in terms of she's uh starts off being very clearly i i would say she's the most uh, apart from Icarus, she's the most loyal to their objective. Yeah. Um, because what starts to happen, this isn't really a spoiler, is that um, some of the Eternals start to dislike the fact that they're uh, killing each other. Yeah. Uh, well, not killing each other. Sorry, they're not uh, intervening in events. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it creates a friction in the group. Mm-hmm um and i think uh she has uh she struggles mm-hmm. and that provides a good kind of conflict and her relationship with the group is a very um interesting dynamic she's almost like the mother of the group yeah she is yeah. um and then and then there is <coughs> there is a kind of um the way it plays out was surprising as well yeah. with her character uh kit harrington dane whitman he's now.
0: i would say he's in it less than A-Zex, he's barely actually. in it in at all it but least. he's very much comic book fans will know exactly who he is mm. if they have if they know that character um i won't say too much because obviously a lot of people watching the films don't know the stuff but he, he's being set up for other things so there's not really much to say about him he's in it for probably about 10 minutes total
1: yeah, so for most of the film he's um Cersei's love interest. Yeah. And just seems like a, He's he's teacher that also works at the school and then it becomes apparent that there's a bit more to him. Uh-huh. Um he's he's involved at the start when the deviant first attacks in London mm. and then He's not in it until the end. In once or twice. Yeah and that's it. Um I mean he's he's charming, he's funny. <laughs>
0: i think that's probably the best choice for him though because i think having him around with the eternals would have kind of been pointless because you already have uh I can't remember the actor's name um let's see if i can find him harish Harris patel oh yeah uh who's who's around with the eternals yeah um but he's a comedy relief rather than being whereas i feel if kit harrington was there he would have been more of a trying to get involved but not really working. So I'm I'm kinda glad they sidelined him and then you know he'll come back later. But
1: yeah there were a lot of moving <coughs> parts. It would yeah. have been a bit too chaotic and it, they would have had to come up with an explanation why he's with them. Yeah, exactly. Because with um Harish Patel there's a reason why he's there. Yeah. Uh, it's a silly reason but it's still a reason it works.
0: Yeah. Um cool. On to hang on a second. Kingo kingo who's played by kamali Kamal Najiani. pretty close i think yeah probably horribly wrong but i'll give it a go he was really good um he was kind of one of the most talkative actors in the build-up to the film being made and being released because oh, he right. was like going on about how he went through lots of training to get buff basically mm-hmm. which is weird because he didn't really need to he, he only gets he only has like one scene where you could see that his arms are quite big i was that's about it <laughs> it's like fair enough but maybe it was just like you know i want to get buffed so i'll do it on marvel's on marvel's dollars
1: <laughs> yeah and i guess also when they're just standing around it adds to the realism because if if he was a weedy bloke mm. but his because his power he's he has these arm cannons so you would have to choose um laser beams from his fingers does love, he yeah he goes like i pew, uh, pew,
0: well, <laughs> loved his power he would
1: need strong arms for that yeah.
0: because maybe the power flows through his arms he basically fired energy balls and beams from his fingers when he
1: pointed them like finger guns nice And i was like yeah. that's a pretty cool power <laughs> so so i guess it adds to the thing like if he'd been a weedy little bloke it wouldn't work. It, it didn't suit his
0: superpower but i i quite liked him actually i've not he's more of a bollywood actor isn't he He's not done many films here,
1: isn't that right? Um, Potentially, but the there's a scene where they do a Bollywood dance, and he didn't actually know how to do that, so they trained him for that.
0: I thought we had been in loads of Bollywood films. I thought
1: that's why that might just be the joke of the film. Um, Uh I have seen him in other stuff. I mean, I could be wrong.
0: I don't reckon. Oh, he's been in something called Portlandia, which I know is a big thing.
1: Yeah, that's a comedy series. I think it's mainly his filmography is Mm. comedy based that's what i've known him for
0: well either way he he was really good
1: um he's definitely the light relief relief in this as
0: well along with um harsh patel who's his chauffeur
1: yeah they're like a comedy (coughs) actor yeah definitely Um, the light heart of the group it's quite the, the plot itself is quite serious um and it's quite uh it's like a Avengers level threat. Yeah. So having that light relief, he's kind of similar to characters like Ant Man. It's a, a good yeah, kind a good of balance. Um, stop it from becoming too just because you know, at the end of the day, they're flying around, they're shooting things out of their fingers. Like you can't take you that can't too, take seriously. too seriously. Uh, so it's good that they didn't try to. Yeah. Uh, oh God! Right, um,
0: Christ. How many? How many others are left? <laughs> we're about halfway through, I think. Right, we no, will do them all because we'll be here all week. Um, hang on a minute. Sprite. Sprite. Yeah. So she is Liam the. Liam McHugh. She's the character that Doesn't never age. age. Yeah. So she's the age of like teenage girl, like fourteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, she was good, pretty good actress for normally child actors aren't particularly great. But
1: I don't think she's child though. I mean, she's. How old was she? She's got to be late teens, but she's not. Uh, oh, I don't know. Actually, could be um, wrong.
0: I can't see how old she is. She's got and to she, be.
1: Uh, she's got to be pretty young, right? Yeah, actually, because the character. But the um the good thing about her, so she's got a very cool power. She does illusions, and she can kind of change appearances, and it's like a trickery power. so, oh, yeah. so she is. So according to this, she was born.
0: She was born in two thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so she was born two thousand and five. So she's sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was sense. gonna say she's definitely quite a young actress.
1: Um, but yeah, her powers similar to Loki's. Really, she can do illusions, illusions and stuff like that. Uh, but what I found more interesting—I mean, it's cool power—but what I found more interesting was her emotional arc. Yeah, because I think she's she is arguably the most uh conflicted of characters mm. because of the age thing and she she wants to grow up she wants to experience things she doesn't want to stay we'll have a family and stuff yeah um because obviously she's like the other eternal she's lived for centuries so mm. she has the mindset of an old person but stuck in a young person's body yeah and i think they they did they portrayed that very well yeah
0: she had quite a good um good range in terms of acting like like i said generally actors of that age haven't really gotten their acting chops yet but so i mean some child actors do. I mean, all the stranger things cast is good obviously but mm-hmm. yeah it's good that they, they uh, it's good when they spend time finding good child actors rather than just buying whichever one that they can afford yeah. you know which <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> what a lot of films do
1: yeah. um right what else we got so we've got uh f- Fastos, uh, Fastos, Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, he was good. He was brilliant. He's probably my favourite character. <coughs> yeah. Think. Because he's funny, um, but unlike Kingo, his is a lot more subtle. He's yeah. sarcastic, dry wit, dry wit humour. Uh, a lot of like eye rolls, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Um. He He was slightly comedic while also having a very serious
0: side as well.
1: Yeah, I found his personal storyline interesting as well
0: he was in in spider-man spider-verse apparently jefferson voices jefferson something but i can't see the second name okay um i've seen him
1: in atlanta plays paperboy in that he's very good he's a good actor i need to see atlanta i want to say that's really good using godzilla versus kong (laughs) but his um his what what's really good about his character is I liked the <coughs> engineer tinkerer side, mm. the, like his eternal character, <coughs> but his personal storyline was also. I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much the case for all of the characters. Yeah, they
0: always had a good both sides. And Icarus, who kind of didn't have a normal life, you never saw his normal life. Yeah, it was in. He was still interesting because he was so dedicated to the to
1: yeah the cause. Yeah, exactly. It's de- it's a deliberate choice that he is the least human, even yeah. though they're not human. They all become human because they kind of end up just in- integrating themselves into mm. society well most of them do anyway they're very good in
0: how each character is very different none of yeah. them really feel the same um but yeah this guy was really good and with his personal story as well this is i'm pretty sure this is the first gay character in marvel universe i think yeah
1: apparently um tessa thompson's valkyrie is bi yeah but, but they never but they show that or They that might not be um, revealed until the next one yeah. yeah but
0: i think with this film i'm quite you know i'm quite almost proud of disney for because they were going to really they put it to release in like saudi arabia and russia and a bunch of mm. other countries and they all went oh you've got to remove the gay depiction in it because those countries don't like it and they refused so those yeah. films just aren't releasing there i think that's a much better way of doing things aren't Disney they releasing lose... but restricted no they're not releasing it at all oh wow. it's just being cut which i think is really good because um They they will they will lose millions, which obviously Disney is very much about making money, but to do that is a very good like, no fuck you, learn learn to Mm. be accepting and you know, hopefully that will work. But um yeah, I thought they depicted it very, very well when it came to having like him being a gay character is they didn't do what a lot of films do and it's almost like pandering, like what they did with Rise of Skywalker and um JJ Abrams has said of course there'll be a k character in in Star Wars and then all it was was in the background of one scene was two women kissing and it's yeah. like that's not quite what it what it should be whereas with this it was it was part of his character, but it wasn't like a heavy focus or it wasn't just pandering. It was just he was a gay character. Yeah, because it, it. it's not... You and don't, don't need good.
1: to go over it in yeah, detail. Exactly. It's It just... It's, if anything, it should just be commonplace. So exactly. It's, it's like the diversity in the cast and things. <laughs> I mean, you could get pernickety and say, why is Richard Madden got a Scottish accent? Why does Barry yeah. uh, Kigan have an Irish accent? And it's like, well, because they're actors. Yeah. And also... If you could potentially fit into the narrative that if they've been around since the dawn of civilization, they created those accents. They created those accents, <laughs> so fuck you. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. Very. Baron T- Tyree Henry. I'd, I'd like to see him in more. I thought he was really good, and his, his, like you said, his powers is very cool, and I loved the way he fought as well, with like all this equipment and stuff flying around. I thought it was really. Yeah, sick. he was the gadget man, wasn't he? Yeah, they're really good there. Um, Lauren. Ridloff,
1: McCurry, which is the speedster, right? Yeah, she yeah. is actually deaf. She is actually she deaf. She is actually deaf. deaf. Interesting. Which is really cool. Um, she's been in a few films, not that. I don't think I've seen her in anything before. So apparently she's in The Walking Dead. I don't And know if I it, a,
0: a few though. other films. Sound of Metal, New Amsterdam. Recognise a few
1: of these films, but a lot of them I've never seen. Again, it's that thing as well, is the <coughs> it's great that she's a deaf actress in it. But it, I also just found it interesting as a kind of yeah, character Yeah, they, they
0: didn't... They, like with... I've forgotten his name. Fastos' character. They didn't focus on the fact that she was deaf. She just happened to be deaf. Yeah, and, and it's this idea
1: you know. that because they're all immortal beings, they have a shared language. Mm. So whenever they're speaking to her or she's speaking to they them... They do sign language. They all do the sign language, and it, it just... Yeah, it just works really well. Yeah. Uh, she 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 could, she was the Flash, basically, wasn't basically, she? Basically, yeah. Yeah. They had a very
0: cool... Um, there's a scene where she's like running around the world. And yeah. I was quite pleased with the fact that... So normally, when they do speedsters in films, they slow everything down so you can see what they're doing. With her, they just went blitz as fast as possible. The yeah. background, scenes, like random clips of around. the earth. Yeah. I thought it was quite cool. It's a, a more interest, not a more interesting way of doing it, but it was good to see it the other way. She's not in it. As much as some of the other characters. No, they don't kind of meet back up with her until probably about halfway through.
1: But she's um, she's an interesting one because like uh, Druig that we'll get onto in a minute and I guess Icarus, she's kind of removed herself from society mm. when they find her. Because throughout the film, they slowly pull the team back together. Yeah. Um, which is, makes sense because it's a team-up film. Um, and she's kind of slightly <laughs> stuck in the past, I'd say. Mm. Um, she's under, she's still in the their, in the their ship and reading old texts and stuff, mm. listening to classical music. Um,
0: I think it's quite, um, it's quite a brave career choice as a deaf person to go into acting because it obviously limits what you're going to be able to actually perform as mm-hmm. because. You obviously can't go into a speaking role you can't go into a certain roles that
1: because you physically can't do them so fair play to it <laughs> but that's what's good about the shift now is that they're now writing that in mind yeah um, this
0: is definitely although marvel has been quite good at getting more and more inclusive this is like a step up a step up again you know, like Yeah, like every they've got actors from all around the world there's asian characters indian characters american characters um middle eastern Yeah, it's impressive i'm glad they i'm glad they made this as diverse as possible because why would the eternals make all of them white
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah that would be ridiculous
0: so yeah they did a good job there um barry keegan is i think i'm pronouncing that right is drug um uh, yeah, he's the guy from um, Dunkirk, right? Yeah. <clears throat>
1: I really liked his character. Yeah. I really liked his... Uh, I think I connected with his a lot um, just because he was the first one to say, basically, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, why can't we help people? Why aren't we using our powers? And I think he might be the first one to leave. Yeah, he's the, the one who kind separate. of triggers it to, to happen. But he's got... um mind control basically he's got uh, yeah he's got mind control and he's got a dark sense of humour <clears throat> he's quite sardonic mm. um, but yeah there's definitely a kind of intensity to him yeah
0: but he was he, he was good I liked his powers and I
1: liked his story arc as well he's almost a, deliberately antagonistic and obnoxious mm. but he doesn't go overboard that you, you're like oh he's just prick yeah um, he's you can see where he's coming from yeah exactly um
0: gilgamesh oh yeah pretty much everyone's favorite character Ma madong's madong Ma siuk yeah i'm not sure I, I it says he's also as don lee oh right not sure what that means well it's two names isn't it
1: oh in the film no he's an actor probably
0: but it says his name is gilgamesh and next to that it says as don lee
1: oh okay so, maybe sure. that's yeah his um, um alias but yeah, he
0: was awesome. He was. I, um, he was a tank. Yeah, he, he he basically had like this power where like the energy that the other Eternals have like covers his hands and arms, and he basically just beats things into the ground. Yeah, he's really he's good.
1: iron fist, but I'd argue. He's but cool, cool though. <laughs> yeah, um, he and he's got some very funny bits as well. Yeah, he's he he again is a good mix between. He's not as much like relief as um, Kingo, but he's definitely got his moments. There
0: was a a bit where so he lives in essentially the desert along with Angelina Jolie's character. Yeah. Um, in order to protect her, and he's her carer. Yeah, almost. But there's a bit where he's like baking like a massive pie. I like the attention to detail that he takes it out of the oven with no gloves on, because obviously his hands are like almost indestructible. So he just picks it up, but then he lets it drop, and then just the top of the pie slides off. I'm like,
1: oh, like good pie. It was massive. Yeah, there's always something um, disturbing about seeing good food go yeah. to waste, even <laughs> in a film which has got nothing to do with it. But
0: um, but yeah, he, he had a really good story arc and uh, a really good... I, I thought his power was particularly... In, considering it was quite a basic idea for a
1: power, I thought they did quite a lot with it. So. Yeah, which um, goes for a lot of this, actually. It It's with um what they did really well as well, which I, I think maybe they... Took some inspiration from Avengers and Guardians is once the team split up, some of them will by themselves, but some of them were paired up, mm. and it it makes ma- it easier to bring makes them back it together, digestible, and also it doesn't make it too hectic on screen. <clears throat> so it's only really the latter part where they're all team up, yeah, um, and even then it's not, it's you can follow the action, yeah, but so you have Sprite and uh Cersei together yeah and then
0: then the uh Gilgamesh and and Athena together yeah and then Icarus shows up to Sarah Cersei yeah
1: so yeah they all kind of connect up quite easily but it's nicely (coughs) paced it it, they don't do it too quick yeah it's like a, a slow bit it's like right we'll go and get these two we'll go and get this one and then each time they visit someone, there's an interaction of some sort. In some cases, there's a uh, an action sequence yeah. that spins off the back of that. Um, so yeah, it's it's a, it's well done. I'd say the last, I
0: mean Harish Patel is kind of the last character that's in it quite a lot. Again, he was very much his comedy relief, like he he pretty much is in all of his films. Really, he's the guy in Run Fat Boy Run. Isn't he he? Is, yeah, yeah he plays was. Karun, um, and. I didn't realise, but Bill Skarsgård was playing the Deviant.
1: Yeah, I yeah. didn't either. Yeah. Until his name popped up. Well, uh, I, I realised he was in it, but I didn't realise that was yeah. his character. So this is really
0: it for acting. There is other actors, but we could be all day, and most of them aren't really big characters beyond that.
1: No, but that, I mean, how many are there? One, two, three, four. N- I think it's nine five, six, Eternals. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Jesus, ten Eternals that's no. mad yeah, 10 jesus that's like avengers level considering that's all in one film that's all in one film they did a a, a heck of a yeah. job with that aspect of considering
0: it. like if you did that with the first avengers film i think not having those okay so look at the justice league right only batman and superman and kind of one woman were known and then you introduce like four other characters and that didn't work well yeah. although admittedly
1: the snacks and snyder version does but then um, again that that there is something to be said about runtime yeah, because that's 4 hours. <laughs> yeah, this is 20 minutes off 3 hours. And in in a f- if you add 40 minutes to a 2-hour film, it, that's quite a lot of time yeah. that you can add to developing characters. That's probably something that's good to talk about off the back of that. This <clears throat> this isn't a dull film. No. In any sense of the word. It's slow but like it's quite slow paced.
0: Yeah. But that's kind of I think you kind of have to, you couldn't make this film pure action because it wouldn't really work. There's a lot of his, like June, there's a lot of history and a lot of lore that you have to learn. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I didn't like, which we spoke about in the cinema, was the stupid text scroll at the start that was completely pointless. I can't even remember what it says. It was that pointless. It
1: says what, uh, so so basically they explain um, how the deviants work in a scene between Cersei yeah. and Dane. <clears throat> Um, she explains all that. So mm. that's a way of doing exposition. Yeah. But they've also already explained it in a scroll at the start. Uh, in a scroll at the start. Which was just pointless. So I think they should have read the scroll. <clears throat> yeah. Although it, you know, it, I, maybe it was to create some sort of old school atmosphere. I don't know. Maybe, but, but it, I just felt it was pointless. <laughs> it, it did make it feel like they were. There were a few points where I felt they were oversimplifying things. Yeah. Um, because it felt an obligation as a Marvel film. Like they were dumbing it down and i've i've I felt like i don't I can follow this, you don't need to hmm. spell it out word for word, but I mean there was only one or two occasions yeah it's it's an odd film because it's probably one of the most unmarvel films at points, and then at other points it's incredibly marvel, yeah, it's a real strange hybrid and i th- I think yes, maybe. It needed a few more action bits. However, it, it depends not lacking them. I did not think. Well, it depends what your preference is because I personally always will want character development over action. Yeah. So for me, that's why I liked it. I could, I can understand though people going in. And because it's a Marvel film, they're they expect, expecting yeah. more action sequences. But you think by now people would have realised that the Marvel films
0: do are starting to become a bit more mixed up. They're starting yeah. to change them a bit. And that's a good thing. You don't want them all to be the same thing.
1: No, there's like 26 films. Like If you want the action ones, you, there's more than enough. I mean, Winter Soldier is action every five minutes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the like original Avengers is very action And Infinity War is very uh, War. Uh, action-heavy. But then you've got other ones like this and Endgame, which take their time more. Yeah. And okay, admittedly, <clears throat> you have smaller action se- sequences, but the plus side is, I think the characters are, get more time to develop. Mm. Um, the, It's such an odd film because it's a film about immortals and it's probably the most human film so far out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. in terms of you, there's so much emotional connection. mm and i think that's partly because the direct writer and director i mean there's other rights as well but chloe chloe who did nomadland uh, she's kind of got a reputation for sort of heavy character development Mm -hmm. um yeah and a lot of time spent focusing on that yeah Um, so i think that aspect of it also i think the cgi is noticeable at times but yeah. because there isn't a lot of action sequences it
0: doesn't give it away too much yeah and the color i said this before as well the color grading is done in a similar style to Zack snyder mm-hmm. in that it's quite dark and grainy and kind of comic book like so it doesn't give it away so much yeah. <clears throat> um but speaking of that as well it's like uh, the cinematography was very good in this as well a lot of shots reminded me of june as well yeah a lot of big grand shots and wide shots and everything
1: it's a it's a pretty film there's mm-hmm. Uh, a nice variation of locations, yeah, which obviously works in tandem with the cinematography. I think the cinematographer's done a lot. Um, he, I think, he worked on Guardians as well and mm-hmm. a few of the other Marvel ones. Um, but it's definitely got Chloe Zhao's influence, like because I watched Nomadland. Uh, when was it? Either last, I can't remember when it came out now, but mm-hmm. I've I watched that and a. Uh, uh, a lot of that is a lot of establishing shots yeah um and a lot of location shots yeah there was a lot of that in this as well yeah so that's that's definitely um
0: followed through um beyond that not really much sale music i can't remember any of it and i think that's always a sign that the music wasn't that i mean if you don't remember the music that well it means that it was fine it means that it wasn't so bad that it was distracting, but it doesn't mean it was so good that you've got it humming in your head.
1: No, it, it accompanied the themes and the style yeah. of the film, but I, yeah, it didn't leap out at me. It's not like a Hans Zimmer score where you remember all of it, you know? No, although I did love the use of Pink Floyd at the start. Yeah. That was a really cool opening. I think it was time they used, which yeah. is appropriate, obviously. Um, and th- there's a few bits like that. That was almost Guardians-esque, the way it yeah. opened. Yeah. That was cool, um, and the <clears throat> the thing going back to the CGI as well, uh, it it wasn't admittedly it wasn't as bad as I thought it would. I mean, the thing is, it is all the deviants. I didn't think looked that good. No, so because they were alien creature things, so you can kind
0: of get away with it. But yeah, they could have been better. They're
1: a bit generic looking. Yeah, like, Marvel really has look, a problem with that. Yeah, they didn't really look like anything unusual. Um, but in its defense the action was quite smooth mm. like i didn't there was one or two times where i lost track of the action because it was like a weird camera angle mm-hmm. but most of the time it was quite fluid um and like with the flying with icarus's character there were some really cool moves the end fight sequence there was there was just a really cool strategy to the battle mm. so i won't say what happens but they have to combine their powers. Yeah. And they did that in a really clever way. They did. And the fact that they use real locations... Because the problem I have with CGI a lot of the time isn't necessarily <clears throat> flying characters and, and things exploding. It's the fact that the background... Look cheap. Well, yeah, or it's, or it's all green screen. Yeah. With this, it was like they were on real beaches, they were in real woods, mm. and it was only the actual fight sequences themselves where they had to which was cgi so i think at least it was a hybrid did a good job yeah and they were and they were separated far and few between the only thing i did notice with the a couple of the start ones like the one when they first get attacked in london yeah and the one pre-credits it i don't know if it was the sound quality or the editing but Mm -hmm. it didn't really go into the action that dynamically it kind of just started happening. I can't really remember. And I wasn't well. You know, sometimes in in like something like Jurassic Park, like the sound or the the shot, yeah, will make you go whoa. The editing. This didn't really. No, there wasn't really anything that big sort of thing. No, it was. It didn't have impact. But the the later fight sequences, I thought did. did. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose that's it for that. We have got to get on spoilers because we're going on quite a bit again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We've got one more person's opinion to come we do is it going to be this week I don't know I'm, I'm excited everyone is yeah blinks staring at the wall again
1: <laughs> hello darkness my old friend
0: well I'll uh, get the old uh, curtain ready it's a beach fort now okay. no
1: you brought it back <laughs> okay uh, uh, huh. thank you thank you very much for your
0: valid opinion yeah that totally isn't ripped from anything no 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 original
1: yeah concise and um, was live of course yeah yeah yeah
0: you yeah. Ignore the fact that the audio changes just because he's on a different mic or she's on a different mic
1: yeah we can explain it
0: not that we can't take a photo or anything. <laughs> don't ask for phone don't ask us for who it is while we're podcasting yes yeah. you can't but it but it's real exactly course it is anyway let's get on the spoilers yeah thank you for listening if you're leaving now
1: yeah give i i would say give eternals a go there's there's if,
0: you, if you like the marvel films you'll like this there's not there's literally nothing wrong with it in terms of like how people are bitching about it it's, yeah. it's not going to be exactly like a spider-man level popularity but it's it's good
1: yeah it's it's not without fault mm. but it's I, I think what's nice about it is that it's different. different yeah it's a very original i am looking forward to the new spider-man but i kind of know what's coming yeah this, sony
0: won't shut the fuck up about it (laughs) but anyway
1: we would have known because it's spider-man i mean there's key elements in spider some marvel films have key elements Mm. this i was going in completely cold yeah and that was good i like that knew nothing about it yeah it was different yeah anyway
0: goodbye goodbye spoilers spoilers spellers where do you want to start um do you want to just do the big one, the big twist? Yeah. Good twist. Yeah, so the Eternals aren't there. <laughs> the Eternals. Well, there's aren't... two twists, isn't there? There's yeah, really? a few, I suppose. But the Eternals aren't there to protect humans from deviants in the sense of keeping them protected and them not getting killed by the deviants. They're only there to protect them from the deviants so that uh, a celestial that's growing inside the planet can take energy from humans advancing in technology in order
1: to grow and then burst out of the earth and destroy it as he leaves yeah kind of like um ego from yeah. guardians 2 it's <clears throat> it's the i guess that is one thing about the film which is a bit kind of i don't know if that's a fault of the original comic but it it's not exactly that different it's like oh okay so again it's someone who there is to... a
0: lot of god tier level characters in marvel i suppose so
1: but it's always the same it's always they want to destroy the planet i mean thanos mm. he didn't destroy the planet but wants he wanted to, to take to... out half the universe it's but always it... the same thing isn't it they want to flatten everything and start yeah. again and i understand <clears throat> but it does seem a bit of an easy
0: but i do storyline speaking of thanos it was quite interesting how they kind of changed so there's kind of talks now of like did Thanos... Because one of the things that people are kind of talking about is that Thanos is actually an Eternal. Yeah. Um. And the theory is... An is, Eternal. The theory is that Thanos was also cutting half the universe's population because he wanted to stop the Celestials from spawning. Because if he did, he knew that would kill millions of planets, including his own, which is, I think, what he's trying to prevent. But obviously, all of his species gets wiped out. So there's talks that Thanos is kind of like actually what he was trying to do was An protect. Yeah. yeah, he was trying to protect the universe more than he was letting on. He wasn't just wiping out half the universe to save it from its own. But then why did you just tell someone that? You I hate that. I, hate that. I hate
1: in things where they're just like, he never said anything. He could have just said, "Oh, uh,
0: I, I, I have a reason." It's like in the "What If" series where he turns really good if, if only Bo- um Chadwick Boseman was uh, Star Lord. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> who knows um but yeah so <clears throat> the end of the film they stop the celest- celestial from spawning from well put coming out from the earth but they start talking about how the celestial was almost helping them because it was like giving her more powers so it's almost like the celestial knew yeah maybe it's not a good thing to rip apart a planet just so i can be born yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah it kind of gives a, a very grand scale to the marvel universe and that you know by stopping that celestial from spawning it stops other p- civilizations from being born as well so Mm. i thought that was quite cool um and characters who characters die like gilgamesh one of the best characters you know fucking dies then he
1: yeah and i I think i i don't know if it's um how close it is to the comics but if you don't know it's obviously marvel do have a reputation for killing characters off Mm. and bringing them back and and just killing characters but because i didn't know the characters and i didn't know well I didn't know who was going to get nabbed yeah. so it was quite good in that respect although I did find it sad that Gilgamesh was yeah. one to, to bite the dust
0: and Icarus being the villain, now Ben was saying that in the comics that uh, what was his name, the guy who controls minds.
1: oh, um, Druig, Druig?
0: Yeah. yeah, so Ben was saying that he's the villain in the comics whereas Icarus isn't so it's interesting uh. they changed that for the film and that Icarus is turns out to be the villain, he's the one who's kind of Try and help Celestia be born. Uh, be
1: born. So that's a clever fake out because that actual sequence when they go to the woods, it they do set it up that Druid seems to like, be the bad guy. Yeah, because um, um, even the way he acts is he's slightly disillusioned. Yeah, slightly dodgy. Dodgy. Yeah. Um. And
0: yeah, I like I like the way that he gets stopped because he loves Cersei and he can't kill her to stop her from stopping from the Celestial from being born. Then he just flies into the sun. Yeah. I was like, oh. Okay. Bye. You were quite a cool character.
1: Yeah, that's true. But it's isn't it? A du- it's a double fake-out, isn't it? Because at first they set up that Ajax was the one, not not a villain in the sense, but she wanted them to. Yeah, to let the celestial to be let born. Let the celestial be born. But then it turned. She out, has a change of heart because of Thanos. Yeah, and then that's when uh, Icarus kills her mm. and then <laughs> betrays the Eternals.
0: It doesn't make really yeah. laugh. There's an interview with Kit Harington about how he pronounced Thanos in the film because he says Thanos. And, it's English. Why is he yeah. saying Thanos? But he, uh, he, he, he could never get it right. So, And he said one time during filming he called him Thanos.
1: <laughs> Amazing. They should have just left that in. would have been pretty funny. Because in, in, that's quite a serious scene where he's saying, why didn't you stop Thanos? Yeah. Why didn't you stop Thanos? <laughs> you anus. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> um... I suppose that's really it in terms of major spoilers. Um, that's the big one. I like that they went evil Superman route. It, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's been done before in things like The Boys, but I, I, I quite There's like it. There's a few it. different takes on it, yeah. yeah. The evil uh,
0: uh, A super being that powerful is more interesting to fight than it is to have him as a good character in
1: a lot of ways. And like I was saying earlier, it sets up for that final fight where mm. they f- they can't beat him. Like um, pin him down. They can't beat him by themselves. He's too powerful, so they strategize mm. and they use. Um, I always forget his name. Uh, Bri- Brian Tyree Henry's character. Oh yeah, with like his power to they, his, like he kind of locks and him down on the beach, and then uh, <clears throat> the others can then use their powers respectively. Yeah, um, that was really cool.
0: I quite like the post. Yeah, post credit scenes. So where Cersei. I like one of them. <laughs> Didn't like the other one. Which one was the other one? So the the one with Kit Harington, or the one? With I like the, the one Celestial? with Kit Harington. Yeah. Oh, I, I like the one with Celestial, where he pulls them up from the from the ground.
1: Pulls
0: them up from the ground. So the the when the Celestial shows up at the end, and takes Cersei and the other Eternals still on Earth, and just warps away with them.
1: Was that a post credit scene?
0: I thought it was. What was the other post credit scene? There was
1: two. There was the uh, Kit, Kit Harington one, one, and then there was the one with Harry Styles. Oh yeah, the one with Star Fox. Yeah. Thanos. I can't Thanos let you is, do that, Starfox. Fox. That, yeah, was, that just made me cringe. Uh,
0: I, I, mean, the thing is, I've only ever seen Harry Styles in Dunkirk, where he was fine. He's alright. And Dunkirk, I've never, yeah. ever paid any attention to One Direction, so no. I know nothing about him. But uh, I just, I he, just love his name. He just freaking... comes
1: across as a slick git. I'm like, but if
0: if you're gonna if you're gonna say Starfox, you've got to put the talking fox from Star Fox in it. Yeah, it's, it's annoys me.
1: I just think if you know, for some, for a character that's thanos's brother hmm. should be someone better. a bit more scary <laughs> <laughs> should be a bit more threatening as well yeah um i don't know well wait i, I won't make judgment until they develop it further but,
0: but the celestial taking them away was quite cool because yeah. that was very ominous and very oh shit okay that's yeah, yeah, the end of the film <laughs> yeah that was cool and then kit harrington is being set up as the black knight and right at the end oh
1: of... sorry
0: god what i just remembered <laughs> Oh, what, the blade is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm so yeah. Um, excited about that. What's the actor's name? Something. Uh, Maharashtra Ali, I think. Yeah. Hope I'm pronouncing um, that right. Yeah, he says something. You don't see him, but you hear his voice when Kit harrington's going to pick up the blade of the of the Black Knight, and blade. then you hear him say something. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! But he's not going to be in a film for like two years.
1: So. No, I just casting wise, he's. A brilliant choice. Mm. He's a good actor, and I could see him as Blade. And before anyone says, "Oh, you're on," you're complaining
0: about that they switched actors. It's like, yeah, but he's not canon anymore, so that makes sense. Yeah, you can kind of separate Netflix. Yeah. I think the Netflix stuff is none of its canon. They've confirmed. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Daredevil. They haven't said if Daredevil is or isn't yet. Yeah. They could get away with Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and they're the two. I mean, don't All four of them were pretty good actors. But let's face it, Iron Fist and Luke Cage were kind of crappy. Oh, I
1: I like Luke Cage, but Iron Fist fist had its problems. Um, Um,
0: Whereas Daredevil, all three seasons, amazing. Jessica Jones, first season was good. Season two was good, but not as good. I haven't seen season three. I didn't like
1: season two, but I did like season three a lot. Season three is more like (laughs) season one.
0: So I hope those, at least those... I hope all four of them can come back, but, Hmm. you know... Depends on how they it, do it. As because... long as they can get Daredevil, that's all anyone cares about.
1: Yeah, because my main concern originally was that it wouldn't match the darkness. But if they're bringing in Blade, I think they have said that it might be... I think they've said it's going to be a 15. Yeah, but it... De- uh, Deadpool's coming back and he's going to stay
0: 15 as well. So. Exactly.
1: Um, yeah. I'm excited and a bit nervous about Blade. I think casting wise is perfect. Mm. Um, and I think if they do it well, it could be awesome. Yeah, And if they do the vampires well, then don't do this bloody Mo- mobies. Oh, Morbius bullshit, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, that film was terrible. Um, but they go for prosthetics, nasty-looking vampires, mm-hmm. a suitable amount of blood, and some really cool choreography. I mean, they could easily get that in the bag. Yeah. I mean, the original Blades are great, but obviously certain things are a bit dated now. Don't worry, they'll do a, a
0: multiverse swap and Wesley Snipes come back as Blade as well. That would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine, like, a Blade-off?
0: Blade-off. <laughs> blades <laughs> oh that'll be the second film blades well maybe
1: you could do one where because blade is half vampire isn't he? yeah so you could do it where like wesley snipes ones mutated into a vampire so it's turned him evil so he has to kill him and then maharashi ali's blade nah it get too yeah. let's just stick with spider-man yeah <laughs> i think that's pretty much it
0: yeah cool Thank you for listening. Next week we might actually do a unnecessary sequel again because
1: we've got a gap before
0: <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're sorry, but there's just so much coming out at the All moment. All the films
0: are arriving. We'll have, films. we'll have Ghostbusters and then another week's gap, then Spider-Man.
1: Is Spider-Man like I think it's like December. 8th of December, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Okay, cool. And then Matrix. And Matrix. But we could use that as an, as an unnecessary cool. sequel.
0: I'm sure it'd be unnecessary. Well, so don't get me wrong. I think the trailer actually looks all right, but. The it's second trailer
1: be looked better, to be fair. The That's first the same one, trailer. No, it was a different one. Pretty sure it's the same one. Oh, they, sure. They've only had one trailer. Really? Yeah. I'm sure one I watched would had some dodgy CGI Giant, and then that one didn't look too bad. I don't know. We'll see. I've got a sign off. You have? Yeah. Two, a two parter. Oh. First thing is. We're eternally grateful that you listened to our show. And the second thing is MCU soon.